Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Dose. My name is Vince Tagliavia, filling in for Josh Reed tonight. He has some other commitments, so please forgive us as I step in and bring you The Daily Dose. This is a show where we talk about the unfolding global conspiracy, communism coming to America, the news and events to it all, the puzzle pieces that we stick them together, we string the pearls, and we discuss the whole enchilada right here. And Josh has a peculiarly peculiarly excellent way of stringing it all together and uh, being correct a vast majority of the time. And it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, adventure we've been on the last few years. So thank you all. uh, And pleasure to see you all tuning in live here, the Red Pill family. Thank you all so much. Uh, Josh won't make it to the live show tonight, but he will be with us later tonight, just after this show at about uh 7 pacific 9 p.m eastern time we have our um q a hosted by josh reed on social red pill our private social network so members of the social red pill will be able to join that tonight and we could uh shoot the stuff with josh and have a little back and forth and a little discussion about what's going on the current events etc etc we could even talk about this show and how wonderful it was you know all right i'm just kidding so so, if, yeah, if you're not a uh, member of the Social Red Pill, go to socialredpill.com. You could try it for free. But if you do join and decide to join monthly, then that supports everything we do at the Red Pill Project. And it's greatly appreciated because without you, our supporters, and without you guys going to Social Red Pill and participating in all the extras over there and supporting us that way or use, utilizing our partners and sponsors, we would not be doing this, all right? We'd be digging ditches and doing other things in our communities and uh in order to 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 get by but you guys make this all possible and we're trying to make it better every day as we can for you so uh head over to socialredpill.com and participate in these things that's tonight just after the show josh will be in there and he'll post on the social red pill and get everyone over there i'll be there as well and i'm excited to do so i'll probably be a little bit later as i'll be uh getting my dinner down and and starting to unwind for the night but i'll be there um Also, this weekend, we have another event for our silver subscribers on the Social Red Pill. Very excited for this first, uh, is it the first town hall? It might be the first town hall meeting. Town hall meetings every Sunday 
This week's town hall will be about prepping. We're going to go over a three-day prepping plan, a three-week prepping plan, and a three-year prepping plan. And it's going to be quite the thing. Uh, so please be there. This is very important, and it's largely what I would want to talk about today. And uh, not to be doom and gloom, because I'm going to bring a little bit of hopium to the table, because that's how I operate. Otherwise, I'd lose my mind. And so we'll get into that. But please join the town hall December 16th, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time over on the socialredpill.com. Check it out. All right. All right. Well, let's get into things, folks. What is going on? I wanted to talk about prepping. Why do why is everybody prepping? What's going on? And let's face it. There's a lot of bad information about prepping out there. Um I mean, one of the main sources that everybody gets is from our local governments and FEMA and the CDC and these types of organizations telling you, yeah, you know, make sure to have three days of water and do this and have a flashlight. Just little things, right? Little common sense things, which are great for small emergencies. Um, But as time progresses, it seems more and more likely that we might need a little more. And who knows? That is total speculation, but it does does seem that way to me and a lot of others out there. But the reality of the matter is it's not that likely that we face a natural disaster or some kind of emergency in our lifetime, historically speaking. Now, today's times are unprecedented. That could change. I'm not saying don't prep, but generally speaking, I mean, deaths from disasters, for example, I could pull up some data here and this could change overnight, but it's just kind of a nice thing it's kind of like when you have a fear of flying for example it's actually very unlikely that you uh have an accident in an airplane compared to let's say an automobile the statistics are there so this is a chart it shows that from 1900 to 2020 uh the annual number of deaths from disasters by each by uh 10-year periods has decreased drastically and that's good However, it just takes one, right? It just takes one. And especially when we're talking about a firestorm event, when we're looking at the financial aspect of the world, the geopolitical aspect, World War Three, we're looking at infrastructure events going on. Just all these little pieces were putting together and we're like, uh-oh, if this all goes, if this all, if HTF all in these areas at the same time, that is like the recipe for disaster. That is worst case scenario, just bombarded from every angle it really is going to be a challenge for people to survive such an event where it's a grid down it's you know highways are stopped deliveries are stopped grocery stores are empty within hours or days that is like the worst case shtf situation i think it can be avoided personally i really do and i talked about it a little bit last night with james grunvig and josh on yesterday's daily dose maybe it's all going to blow up in their faces and they're going to fail miserably. And the reason why I say that is they're really trying hard with this, with this psychological manipulation, the psychology aspect of this all. Why don't they just leave us alone? Why do they have to get in our heads in the midst of this crazy agenda? And it makes me speculate that maybe they need, they need people to, to make this happen. If everybody's awake, maybe we'll just get together and logically defeat their evil plan, right? That's kind of my thinking there. They need people to be crazy in order for this crazy plan to unfold correctly. It's basically, uh, we're our own worst enemies, folks. 
uh, if they are human, they, the man behind the curtain, right? We're our own worst enemy. We really are. You got to watch out, man. There's some evil people out there. I tell you, evil, evil, evil. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations, Climb BMX, for celebrating a three month sub streak over on DLive. Good to see you. And good to see all of you as well. Keep my eye on the chat best I can there. Make sure I don't miss any any donations or anything coming in as we go through the show today. And uh, appreciate you all tuning in. Give me a thumbs up over on Rumble and everything. I'm glad they're back up. It seemed that they were being attacked earlier today again. Oh, cyber warfare. Hmm. It's interesting. It's funny how they blame China and Russia. But it's like, why are you targeting the right? Why is China and Russia targeting the right? The right. In America, that's weird. You'd think they target like the biggest infrastructure piece that they can, not the right anyway. It's just stupid. Let's look. There's some more data here. Um, deaths from natural disasters is low right now. Um, this is kind of cool. It does happen. Let's say that there isn't an SHTF situation. Let's say that we get lucky in our lifetimes. And there, there isn't a grid down situation. There isn't this, this truly apocalyptic scenario, which I know I'm misusing this word uh, to many of you, but that's what uh, a lot of people call it. Let's say it doesn't happen. Great. Wonderful. That is a huge blessing. And that's what we all, pre- I'm not going to sit back and not prepare with hoping that happens, no matter how statistically probable it is, historically speaking, based on prior data. I'm just not. I'm not taking that risk. I'm going to do everything I can to survive. Um, And even if that big disaster doesn't happen, historically, there are small disasters that happen every single day in every country where people are affected. And it's unlikely that people are affected by this. Statistically speaking, it's unlikely that an individual will be affected by a natural disaster, whether it be an earthquake or a tornado or a hurricane or some crazy freak accident, right? But it does happen. And when it does happen, when these people aren't prepared, they are far more likely to be uh, victims of the situation, meaning they die, right? Or they lose loved ones or whatever. So a little preparation goes a long way, even for little disasters, floods, local uh, local power outages, any type of infrastructure disruptions, um, who knows, terrorist attacks, who knows? Uh, of course, you've got tornadoes, earthquakes, etc., volcanoes, all this stuff. Having first aid, food, water, even for the measly three days that the government tells you is you're fine. Just get three days under your belt. You're fine. Even that really can help in a lot of situations. So it's worth to start somewhere. Start with your three days, especially for those of you out there who are like Vince. Have you seen the prices of the poison in the grocery stores lately? I could barely afford to eat. I know. I'm with you. It takes a lot of budgeting and a lot of hustling in order for me to get any additional prepping going on as I'm surviving too and paying my bills and doing all this stuff. So I hear you. But start small and it'll grow over time, okay? And um, that's where we got to start. Trust me, I would love to build a bunker. I would love to build a bunker. But I don't have the thousands to just drop on a dime and do that, you know. If this, if shit, if 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 shit doesn't hit the fan in the next few years, maybe I can make that a reality. But right now, not happening. 
unfortunately. And that's probably the reality for most of us. If you And then even if you had a bunker, you probably wouldn't tell me because you guys know the old adage, don't go flaunting all your prepping supplies, right? Because people are going to come knocking at your door. And in a real SHTF situation, things are a lot harder than I think people anticipate. Because, like I said, we are our own worst enemies. If everyone in my neighborhood knew, oh, Vince has a 10-pound sack of rice and a 10-pound sack of beans and this and that, and I'm just, I don't have those things. I'm just saying, what if I did and I told my neighbors? They're going to come over and be, hey, could I get a cup of rice? Hey, could I get a cup of beans? Hey, could I get a gallon of water? Could I get five gallons of water? Can I get 10 gallons of water? Can I get some first aid? Can I get some alcohol? Can I have some cigarettes? Can I have some guns? Can I have some ammo? Not just neighbors, family members, relatives. It's going to be like if you hit the lotto, all these people come out of the woodwork. I think that's what it's going to be like at SHTF. And, you know, you get your 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 aunt that kind of knocking on your door and you want to help her, you love her. Well, guess what? Uh, you're probably going to do it. And that prepping for three days that you had now turns into prepping for a day and a half, right? That prepping for a week now turns into three and a half days. So these preps, I think more is better because it could go like that, depending on the situation. And uh, for those out there that are, are concerned about, I'm not wealthy, I'm struggling. I totally get it, like I said. But if you're poor, you should be prepping more, really, to the best of your ability. Because statistically, poor people are more likely to die from, from disasters and emergencies. And a little bit goes a long way in preparation. And there's a lot of bad information about this stuff out there. There's a lot of really shitty products that we could get anywhere from food to gadgets and all this stuff. So it's really important that we have these conversations and come together and really figure it out. Talk about the truth. We need the truth in everything. And the prepping community is completely kind of murky. So we really need to come together and figure this stuff out, y'all. I don't know if you guys saw this today, but Josh has been talking about it again and again because it's very important solar flares look at this josh reed today on twitter wait a minute didn't someone say this was going to happen yes new disclosed tv the sun emitted an x 2.8 solar flare today the strongest solar flare of the current solar cycle the strongest solar flare y'all the strongest one I don't know when this is going to make impact or affect Earth or what's going to happen. Uh, I wouldn't panic, you guys. Look, even if shit hit the fan right now and everything went dark, my power went out and I went into the house and turned the radio in and tried to figure out what the hell's going on and you all are in the same boat, panicking's the last thing you want to do, all right? You got to keep a level head and stay sane. This is part of this, this, psych, this psychology that they want to actually fail. We got to stay strong and get through it, let's say, in the unlikely event that it happens. I tell myself that because if this happens, it's going to be not fun, not even close to fun. I know people like fantasize about it like, oh, I'm going to live in the forest and I'm going to survive and I'm going to you know, make fire starters out of sap and I'm going to hunt. Well, guess what? The hunting thing is interesting. If SHTF really happened to a large extent, I mean like worst case scenario event, do you think that wild game is going to be around for very long? 
Do you know how many? Do you know how many people are in each state? Do you know how many animals are in each state? You know, and I think about that. There's a lot of deer around me right now, but if I start shooting them and trapping them, how long do you think those deer are going to stay around me? And then how is the population going to do when everybody else starts trapping and killing them too? You know, our environments and, and, and everything are, are going to be affected too. The animal populations will be affected immediately. I'm just saying, man, it's not going to be easy to survive in this type of situation for anybody. Even a professional trained, you know, master at survival is going to be rolling the dice every single day. It's crazy to think about, but I think it's important to think about because it is a reality. It is a possibility in the cards. But like I said, I hope it could be averted. What do you guys think about all this prepping stuff? Please let me know in the comments what you think. I, I do appreciate all the feedback and any, any um, not just feedback and your opinions and things, but also if you have any information, any recommendations, all that stuff's greatly appreciated. So uh, thank you, Forkham Dano, for the cookie, man. I appreciate that. Uh, good to see you. Onward here. So this, this uh, event, the solar event, is pretty remarkable considering we've been covering the solar activity for the last few weeks. Actually, a lot longer than that <laughs> when you go back in the all the shows. Pretty remarkable. NOAA says this is likely one of the largest solar radio events ever recorded. History in the making, folks. The highest impact will be... Okay, this is interesting to know. This is good information. Let's see. Um, let me share this with you all. So you see uh, Mexico, Florida, uh, kind of the Bible Belt in the U.S., all of South America and Antarctica. So all of our fans in Antarctica, please be aware this could impact you. Uh, it says here, radio communication impacts between approximately 1,200 to 1,400 Eastern uh, Thursday. This is today, December 14th, 1,900 Eastern CWSU's report degraded communications across a nation. Never seen anything like this. Possible Earth-directed coronal mass ejection being analyzed. This is from the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Good googly moogly. And by the way, what I mentioned as the highest impact area is just the red area. All of the U.S. can be impacted. It is in the green. And then it tapers off all the way up through Canada almost uh, I guess it is actually hitting Alaska too barely so wow very interesting huh look this is crazy this is absolutely crazy and then there, there all these warnings came out it really makes me think is this like is this real or are they pulling our leg is this really happening I think it is but it's just weird that they that the narrative kind of predicts all this stuff and that it trends the way it does man it's just really weird to watch unfold i'm just careful thank you grismo for the three bells oh we have bells now oh very cool tis the season thank you very much patriotic pisces donated a diamond thank you so much summer can't wait to see you tonight hope you make it to the after chat guys on socialredpill.com all right um Let's see. What do I got here? <clears throat> um, this person, I'm no angel on Twitter, said this. 
Most people are so busy living their lives, trying to pay their bills, trying to put food on the table. It's going to come to a shock to many, unfortunately. You better be prepping and prepping to be on your own for quite a while. In my opinion, when this goes off, it's going to be horrific. And they posted a video. And this is, again, one of those puzzle pieces, the Firestorm event, just one of the things that we pieced together and we're like, uh oh, that's not good. If, if this starts to capitulate as this starts to capitulate and that starts to capitulate this is the firestorm event and this is the video they posted let's not forget the border and these are not the photographs or video from last week's migrant uh, crossing this is today this is right now live happening so it has not ended at all and this line of wow single working males mm -hmm. is right here for all of us to see we're going to get more on this in a little bit but just so that everybody and th there just more military age males crossing the border in droves by the thousands into our country oh don't get don't even get me started all right let's move on let's talk a little bit about finance here very interesting josh sent me this tonight nasdaq.com exclusive imf 10 countries 10 countries simulate a cyber attack on global financial system. What? Excuse me? Again? They always do this. They have these, these, these roundtable events where they, they, they look at these hypotheticals. And then uh, a little while later, these hypotheticals unfold. Remember COVID, everybody? Oh, my gosh. It happens again and again and again with these globalists. Jerusalem. Israel on Thursday led a 10-country simulation of a major cyber attack on global financial system on the global financial system in, a, in, in, in an attempt to increase cooperation that could help to minimize any potential damage to financial markets and banks. The simulated cyber attack evolved over 10 days. 10 days? Huh. 10 days of darkness. That's interesting, huh? With sensitive data emerging on dark web, along with fake news reports that ultimately caused chaos in global markets and run on banks. That's so funny. Fake news reports, huh? Are they talking about the fake news like CNN and MSNBC? Or are they talking about like actual fake news reports? How did that come up in the in this simulation? Isn't that interesting? Or do they feed out disinformation? They probably start the disinformation and that's how they really make it happen in real life. When the disinformation real, when real fake information flies across the internet, the original source I think is someone who is typically considered credible. Okay. At least credible enough to where most of the time they publish true information, something that I might even pull up on the show and show you guys, Hey, look at this. You know, I do it all the time. I mean, I, I might show you an article from Yahoo Finance, and we'll see later how BS they can be. There's disinformation across every domain, every single day. But enough real information gets put out there, we, we start to forget, and we start to fall into their traps. Anyway, they said here, the simulation featured several types of attacks that impacted global foreign exchange and bond markets, liquidity, integrity of data, and transactions between importers and exporters. These events are creating havoc in the financial markets, said a narrator of a film shown to participants as part of the simulation. 
action as seen by Reuters. Israeli government officials said that such threats are possible in the wake of the many high-profile cyber attacks on large companies, and that the only way to contain any damage is through global cooperation, since current cybersecurity is not always strong enough. Attackers are 10 steps ahead of the defender, uh, Micah Weiss, financial cyber manager at Israel's finance ministry, told Reuters. Isn't it interesting that Israel's heading this, considering the current geopolitical uh, aspect of things? And we just saw this big cyber attack happen in Ukraine this week, where millions of people lost internet. Um, We're supposed to believe this is Russia or something, when they've pretty much already won this war. Why are they now doing massive cyber attacks like this, uh, allegedly? It's all very suspect. And then again, we see it in the news. They're already telling us, oh, careful, cyber attack, cyber attack, cyber attack. This was all last week and the week before. They're talking about cyber attacks coming from the government. They're warning people of the possibility. We're seeing them happen. And now they do this. It's almost like... It's almost like a it's like a threat, like a threat from the mafia. Like, hey, I wouldn't want you to, you know, break a leg on accident. That's almost like what I hear when they say, you know, there could be a global cyber attack, right? Just you guys, there could be a global cyber attack. We're just warning you. We're warning you because we care about you. You don't break your leg, okay? Capiche? It's like, okay, yeah. I see what you're doing. This is crazy, man. So more on that on Nasdaq.com if you want to read the entire article. 10 countries simulate a cyber attack on the global financial system. Only 10 countries? You think more countries might want to be involved? I don't know. That's weird, right? I mean, what about all of the countries? Oh, that's weird. It's so, so very obviously a damn scam, you guys. I can't believe this is our reality. What is going on? Am I awake? This is real. Okay. Thank you, Cat24, for the bells. Gosh. Onward. Let's see. Oh, well, the financial collapse hasn't happened yet. Didn't happen today. We're inching closer and closer. I honestly don't think. There's a clean way out. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but if you listen to the clown here, well, she says otherwise. Look, as it relates to Binomics, the president, I just announced at the top of the briefing, he's going to go to Milwaukee. He's going to talk about Binomics, investing in America, what what Binomics has done for the American people coming out of the pandemic. We can't forget what happened when the president walked in. We saw a literally uh, the economy at a tailspin. And so the president has been working a middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom up, middle out, blah, blah, blah. It's working. We're doing so great. It's all Trump's fault. Da, 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 da. Continue to lie until we can't lie anymore. It's coming to an end, folks. We're coming up on an election year. It's going to be the wildest year, I think, that we've we've witnessed. And uh, that's why we prep, man. Because look at what's already happened. Can you believe what's already occurred and the unlikeliness of it all? So that's why we prepare. And that's why we have been for years. Anyway, Wall Street Silver posted an interesting article about uh, finance. I wanted to share this, you guys. Makes a good point. 
Wall Street Silver wrote, the Fed is making the same error as the mid-70s. In the 1970s, they also thought they had beat inflation in 1974 to 1975. They lowered rates, and then inflation roared back even higher to even higher levels in the late 1970s. Inflation came down in early 1980s because of two factors. Number one, massive new oil energy supply from Alaska, Gulf of Mexico, North Sea, and huge new fields in Mexico coming online. Number two. 18% interest rates crushed the economy, which, by the way, we don't have 18% interest rates right now, but um, considering how much income we're making, we're actually pretty much in the same boat they were about that time in the 70s right now today. I saw some data on that. I don't know if I have the article in front of me. But even though we don't have as much inflation as they did back then, it's still as bad considering all the other economical factors. Good news here. If Trump gets in somehow, some way, we're successful. The people are successful. Uh, We're going to get massive new oil energy supply from Alaska. We're going to get oil supply from everywhere. And we're going to be energy independent. That's going to help the economy tremendously. So maybe we get things back in order and continue to live our lives and just take care of our families and ourselves and our communities and live a happy life. Not one where 99% of people perish or whatever creepy agenda that they want to make unfold. I don't know. Sell us to, to aliens or something. Who knows? But interesting there. And the graph here for you, just a graph if you like graphs. You are here at the end of this first hump. Yeah. They say this will set off another inflationary storm in 2025 because of the PAL's actions. Same mistake. Get ready. They, They know what they're doing. They're not stupid. Yeah, I think I've got a connection issue. Bear with me. If you can hear me, bear with me, please. Testing, testing. I think I'm back. I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry for that brief interruption there. Um, Back on track here. I I was just saying they're not stupid. If somebody like me can put the pieces together, um, they're just evil. Most of them. That's my opinion. Um, Today, we had an alert. UK's Metro Bank is down, leaving thousands of customers without access to their accounts, online services, and mobile app not working, according to reports. This happens all the time. (laughs) Somebody commented, Bitcoin's never down. (laughs) That's true. But, you know, I have a hard time buying things with Bitcoin right now, although I'm not against Bitcoin at all. I think everybody should invest a little bit in Bitcoin, uh, considering their entire portfolio. Um, to varying degrees. Um, I'm probably actually more pro-Bitcoin than most who think you should invest in Bitcoin. But if an emergency happened today and I don't have any water, is my Bitcoin going to manifest me water within the day? I don't think so. I don't think so. If I was prepared and all my banking went down and I didn't have any cash on me and my card's not working and all this stuff, Uh, How can I get water? Well, if I prepped, 
I'll have water for however long I've prepared to have water for, right? So even little things like this, small pieces of infrastructure failing, prepping is very important. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, the bank's down. That's all right. I'll just, you know, I have enough to get by. I'll wait until things fix, get fixed. It's kind of a micro-scale SHTF situation. So that's why we prepare. Prepare, folks. Come on. Come up with some plan. Even if it's small, it all adds up over time. <clears throat> I'm serious, man. Onward. U.S. lawmakers pass a record-breaking $886 billion defense bill. Here we are. This is politics in America, folks. The Senate authorized a historic $886 billion in military spending for 2024 following the approval of the annual National Defense Authorization Act on Wednesday. The crucial 3,000-page bill, essential for approval, garnered robust bipartisan support in the upper chamber, clearing the Senate with an 87-13 vote. Now on its way to the House, and lawmakers are expected to address it before heading home for the holidays on Thursday. The Senate, under Democratic control, avoided addressing social issues important to conservative legislators. They opted not to incorporate provisions from the House version of the legislation passed earlier this year, which included restrictions on abortion access and transgender health care treatments for troops and their families. They always put all this other stuff in there, guys. It's sick. Senator Tommy Tuberville staged a 10-month protest blocking all military promotions, citing his opposition to a Pentagon policy that reimburses out-of-state travel travel for service members seeking abortions. The legislation prolongs Section 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act until April 19th. The Surveillance Authority permitting the monitoring of foreigners in the United States without warrants was scheduled to expire at the end of December. Let's read a little bit more about this. The bill also includes the most significant pay increase, uh, pay raise for service members in over two decades, increasing troops pay by 5.2% next year to enhance military recruitment and retention efforts. The 2024 National Defense Authorization Act, outlining the Pentagon's spending priorities for the fiscal year, also allocates $11.5 billion to counter China in the Indo-Pacific and $800 million in military aid for Ukraine. That's right, $800 million for Ukraine, folks. Uh, I want to congratulate um, Zelensky on his upgraded yacht, his new yacht, his new mansion. Who knows what he's going to get this time? Million for Ukraine. They slipped it in. And we just had this astonishing bipartisan support for it. America needs this. It's a big scam, folks. Josh says it, and I'll say it too. Two wings of the same crooked, creepy bird. Quote, passing the NDAA enables us to hold the line against Russia, stand firm against the Chinese Communist Party, and ensure America's defenses remain state-of-the-art at all times, he added. President Biden has urged Congress to greenlight an extra $61 billion in assistance for Ukraine by the end of the week. Uh, excuse me? $61 billion for Ukraine by the end of the week? You're nuts, sir. You're absolutely nuts. 
Republicans and Democrats in Congress alike, Congress alike have indicated that the 81-year-old president's urgent funding request for the war-torn country is unlikely to be approved soon. This is due to GOP insistence, GOP insistence that changes to U.S. immigration law being incorporated into the Ukraine aid bill. Yeah, you know what? This tit for tat, well, you guys need to close the border and then we'll fund your war in Ukraine. Look, that's not enough for me. I'm not happy with that, that trade. All right. And to me, that's weak, spineless and evil. Anyway, that's just me. The NDAA bill also contains the necessary authorizations to execute the uh, trilateral AUKUS submarine sharing agreement among the U.S., Australia and U.K. Hmm. The agreement was forged in 2021 and called for the transfer of three U.S. Virginia class attack submarines to Australia. Quote. It will focus the Pentagon more squarely on tackling national security challenges instead of creating new ones with partisan social policies, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said of the legislation. Okay, Mitch, good for you. Anyway, six Republicans and six Democrats, including Senators Cory Booker, blah, 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 all these people uh, opposed the legislation, including Bernie Sanders. I'm here again to ask you for your financial support. Ugh. Bernie Sanders. I don't, I, these people, man, the politics drives me nuts, but it's so important. So yeah, big loss there. Huge, terrible thing, but here we go. And Hunter gets more hookers, U-Town says. Very interesting. You're probably right. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if he relapsed this week. Uh, all right, let's stop with the finance mumbo jumbo we i think it's loud and clear eh all right let's see let's see if we can narrow this down to what's important because it's 608 uh just a quick reminder tonight for anyone who's tuned in late we've got uh our q a with josh on the social red pill socialredpill.com please join that that is one of the best ways to support uh, red pill project support josh support myself and all the other programs on our platform and we're working hard to improve the social red pill. We've got our town hall coming this weekend on Sunday. Uh, we're going to be talking about prepping with our silver members of the platform. And it's going to be a three-day, three-week, three-year prepping plan and discussion. So please, please join us for that. That'll be a lot of fun. I'll be there. Uh, at least I'll make my best effort to be there. That's for sure. So that's Sunday. And tonight, after this show, at about 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, rather. Sorry. We're going to have the Q&A with Josh on the social red pill. So make sure you're over there for that. Say hi to Josh tonight and talk about this stuff. So exciting. Uh, onward here. Uh, Congress has approved legislation preventing any president from withdrawing the U.S. from NATO without approval from the Senate or an act of Congress, according to The Hill. That's a random thing, right? Is that random? Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. Nothing's random, all right? There's always a reason. So why are they approving legislation? Congress approved legislation preventing any president from withdrawing the U.S. from NATO. Well, they must be concerned with the U.S. withdrawing from NATO. Would Biden do that? No. But would Trump do that if he was elected in 2024 or 2025, if Trump was president? Yes. So that's why they're doing it. They don't want Trump to do it without having to go through some checks and balances. 
unbelievable. We're gonna watch this. They're they're desperately trying to to prevent their worst nightmare, which is the people getting the power back, which is what Trump wants, and I do believe that is the case. All right. Um, more money for Ukraine. We talked about that. Uh, let's see. 147 Republicans just voted to reauthorize the FISA 702 program that was used to illegally spy on President Trump. Their voters deserve answers. Josh posted this too. This government is just absolutely crooked, corrupt, and evil, man. And Josh said left and right wing of the same bird. Unbelievable. DC Drano uh, published the full list of... um, the Republicans who voted to reauthorize the FISA 702 program. Gosh, you guys, these people are bought and they're not bought by you and me and our tax dollars. All right. That's free. That's a given. They get that. They're bought by corporations, special interests, millionaires and billionaires. Okay. And that's why they do what they do. They've completely lost sight of the game, which is we are actually in charge. All right. Interesting here. We have Cash Patel talking about some an interesting theory. Glenn Beck posted it. Josh retweeted it, and he agrees with the sentiment here. Let's hear what Cash has to say about impeaching creepy Joe Biden. Bring it up to current events. You saw a frontline story in the Washington Post about a month ago from Woodward that says, thank you, Mr. Biden, for saving, paraphrasing, for saving America from Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And we'd love for you to, um, you know, be glorified and shown the exit ramp. Mm-hmm. The Washington Post is, is saying Donald Trump, I mean, excuse me, Joe Biden should leave the presidency. That's not by accident. It's because Woodward's have been fed information from the FBI and DOJ for decades. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, dollars for donuts, that they gave him some of the goods they have on Joe Biden that the public doesn't know about the pay for play, about the fraud, about the corruption, about the CCP, about the Ukraine. And they are saying, we need to show this guy the exit ramp, help us do it, and then we'll never have to tell the world, since Joe Biden left the presidency, we're not going to go after an old man of his criminal conduct. Or they're trying to force him to commute or pardon Hunter. Those, to me, are the two avenues they're trying to work besides impeachment to get rid of Biden. Boom. Yeah, so, you know, it might seem like a good thing on the outside, but whatever they do, they're going to try to use it to their advantage. And I think they are spot on with that assessment. All right. Oh, Josh. Cracks me up. Josh on Twitter said, don't worry. Joe Biden will come back in the middle of the night after the voter polls close on election night. In response to this insider paper post where they said Donald Trump leading Biden is in seven critical swing states. Bloomberg News and Morning Consult poll shows in all these swing states, Trump leading by a considerable margin in many. Wow. And, uh, Josh isn't wrong, man. They're going to try to cheat their butts off. But, dude, Trump, it's a red wave again. It's totally clear now. Now It's very unlikely anything's going to happen to change people's minds. Everybody, their mother, 
their neighbors, they're all voting for Trump, man. Everybody. And if they're not, oof, pray for them that they wake up, man. Thank you, RPG, for the donation. Two bells. Thank you so very much. <clears throat> I apologize if I've missed any here. Actually, did I miss this? What's going on here? We got uh, Baba Lou. Thank you so much. $50 on Rumble. Think this is for you, Vince. We love you. Thank you so much, Baba Lou. That is so very generous. I appreciate you very much. That is very nice of you. Thank you so much. Good to see you, Baba Lou. Always good to see you. All right. Um, the White House came out and said that the U.S. wants the Israel-Hamas war to end as soon as possible. Is this bullshit? What do you guys think? Do they really want this to end as soon as possible? What does this mean? I'm always trying to read between the lines. <laughs> Somebody, Caroline, replied, can we, apply that, can we apply that same energy to the Ukraine-Russia war? Yeah. You know, what's going on with this? I have no clue. I honestly don't. It's a big sham. It's a big scam. It appears to be a false flag. It appears to be some just corruption fueling it all. And I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm having a hard time piecing all that together. I honestly am. I'm not going to pretend like I understand this global situation, especially with Israel and whatnot. It goes deep, man. It gets wild when you start getting into what's actually going on here. And it gets creepy and dark and all that. But we have those conversations. I'll leave those up to Josh. It takes a little bit more of a mental capacity than I could get out there without a lot of prior preparation. Uh, that's why Joshapedia is so wonderful. And we can't wait for his return. Actually, if you go to Social Red Pill tonight, you'll see him. But tomorrow we have Fringe, conversations on the Fringe. And we might get weird. We do get weird Friday night. So that's at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. Make sure you tune into that show tomorrow. That'll be good. That'll be fun. It always is. Fridays are the best. <clears throat> and it go, we go late and we go into our private discussions after the show on the Social Red Pill. So it's a good time, you guys. Um, Putin said a few things today. He said that Russia is ready to build relations with the United States. Well, that sounds good on the face value, doesn't it? Well, it does, kind of, right? A little bit of cooperation and discussions. But unfortunately, this isn't like the United States a few years ago under Trump, where Trump could have discussions with people like Putin and kind of manhandle them and, and get the upper hand on, on these negotiations and deals that he makes. Now, America's different now. This is Biden's shithole. So do you think we have a lot of negotiating power if we go sit at a table with Putin now? I don't think so. And Putin even says it here. This gives you an idea of why. Putin suggests Western military support for Ukraine is drying up. Quote, Ukraine produces almost nothing today. Everything is coming from the West, but the free stuff is going to run out someday, and it seems it already is. Okay. We've, we're not in a great position economically, militaristically, and do you name the domain? We're not in a good position for a lot of negotiations and things. Maybe better than most countries still. I don't know. I'm not a you know geopolitical expert in connecting all these things. But in my opinion, we are in a worse situation now than we were a few years ago to negotiate and make deals and, and have positive discussions with other countries. But of course, Putin's ready to talk to the U.S., He's going to he's going to do what he can to do what's best for Russia, okay? Same thing for Xi, same thing for Kim, same thing for all these leaders. All right. 
They're all globalists in their own way. That benefits them the most. This is the multiple heads of the Hydra. That's how I see it. Of course Putin's ready. He sees weakness. He's going to take advantage of, of America now. If he can. If we get Trump in there, though, I think Trump will, Trump will still hold the line. <laughs> if you don't think we'll nuke you, you're totally wrong. We'll do it. We don't care. We're not scared. I don't know. Anyway, to horrible impression. Let's go on. This story was pretty wild. I wanted to actually talk to Josh about it, but uh, we will. We will. Uh, I guess I could ask him about it tonight uh, after the show, but um, I wanted to just mention it again. I mentioned it this morning on Coffee, which airs at 8.30 a.m. Pacific on these channels. Uh, it's hosted by me. I do morning news. I thought it was important to mention again because I just had an epiphany in the middle of the day about it. The Pentagon seeks an EMP weapon to eliminate drone swarms. And they talk about how the Pentagon has considered EMP weapons in order to disable some kind of terrorist drone attack or something. Or, you know, here's the thing. Okay. If we got attacked by a drone swarm and then the military employs an EMP and, and then imagine it's on U.S. soil, that is not good. Okay. It's not going to just be able to target those drones. Unless they had some information about those drones, perhaps. Maybe even not then. I don't know. I need, I need to figure this out. If somebody knows electronics better than I do and EMPs and things, let me know. Can they target just these drones? Or is it actually going to take out everything else nearby? That's, that's the thing. Not good. Scary thought. Very dystopian situation. Okay, just wanted to do that a little mention. Oh, creepy, creepy stuff. Let's move on. Um, this was really creepy, and I think this was from a few days ago, man. Um, and we're, we're talking a little bit about World War III and Ukraine and Russia and the U.S., and military, all this did you guys hear what Kirby said? When was this? Uh, December 6th. So this is over a week ago, but I think it's still relevant and it's still important. Listen to what he says. We'll just watch the video. So we can't support Ukraine. Their chief advisor yesterday said they're likely to lose this war if they lose the U.S. support. And Putin gets all of Ukraine, then what? Then where does he go? Because right then, he's up against the eastern flank of NATO. And if you think the cost of supporting Ukraine is high now, just imagine how much higher it's going to be, not just in national treasure, but in American blood, if he starts going after one of our NATO allies. Because as the president also said, we take our Article 5 commitments very seriously. And so we can't... Okay. So he's getting mad about... Ukraine funding and stuff and people not supporting the funding. And basically he says, well, if things get worse for Ukraine, for instance, Russia taking all of Ukraine, what's the cost going to be in American blood? Basically saying, we're going to send you over there and everybody you know. And that's how we're going to support them if we can't support them with this cash now and get an upper hand in this, in this war, proxy war. Excuse me, what? Um... And, and and then this just goes by and nobody really notices. I think I remember uh, putting it in my notes last week, but I never covered it. There's so much to cover. I mean, there's so much to cover. Things slip through the cracks. 
but this is the type of stuff that that Kirby's saying. They already lost. I know RPG. Great point. They already lost. For Pete's sake, what a scam! It's all a damn lie. Scam central. Uh, the <clears throat> psychological warfare, social destabilization is nuts. I didn't even want to cover the story here, but we'll we'll mention it because I think that this is a big story today because they want people pissed and it is pretty annoying. The dance group that Jill Biden invited to the white house is a radical BLM activism and anti-white hate group. We also saw some exclusive, like no whites allowed party happening. That was like some political people and all this stuff. That was weird. Why are they just, why are they turning everybody against each other? Whether it's because of religion we have a story coming up on that, or it's your skin color. Pardon me. All these things, it's just designed to divide and conquer. I think they know they're doing this stuff on purpose. They know people are going to notice. And it's to create division, hate, and ultimately violence is what it is. Yeah, so let's. I'll give you the details on this. Uh, it's not a coincidence that Jill Biden brought a bit of magic to the White House by Dora Dora Dance Dorance Dance, the dance group that actively wants to abolish police, promotes BLM, pushes for trans and inmates' rights, and educates on white privilege, systemic racism, white fragility, and anti-racism globally. Don't be fooled. It's easier to control a divided society. Good googly moogly. Yeah. Okay. Good for you guys. I don't want to spend any more time talking about it. I honestly could care less. This is a time for people to come together, not uh, this garbage where they say it's anti-racist when actually it's pure racism. Oh, imagine that. Good old word magic. This is pretty funny. Tucker Carlson's fighting this social destabilization. He's fighting the misinformation, and he's digging at the truth as we all scramble to do the same. And he's just really making making uh, <laughs> making waves. Tucker Carlson lashes out at big news companies and plants billboards at the headquarters of New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, and the Washington Post with corporate media is dead emblazoned as he launches his own streaming service. Here's uh, one of them here in front of NBC studios. Corporate media is dead on one of these advertising <laughs> driving billboard trucks parked right outside. And here's one in front of the New York Times. Here's one in CNN. <laughs> I love it. So good. And it's actually a genius marketing ploy because he's going to advertise in front of all of them, get all this coverage from people like me, and people are going to subscribe to him on X.com because he publishes great content on X.com. They're also going to go to his new um website and get the free content there and also subscribe there for the exclusive member content. I guess that's how it works. I'm not 100% familiar, but that seems to be his his platform, which is wonderful. It's perfect. So good for you, Tucker, and wish you the best of luck. You're doing great. Keep it up. <laughs> Pray for that, man. I think he's a good guy. 
Dean the Bean donated a diamond. Thank you so much, Dean the Bean. Good to see you. Yeah, ultimate troll. Good work, Tucker. All right. Okay, y'all. Um, let's see. Oh, another good little bit of good news here. Elon Musk. This came out the other day. Apparently, Elon Musk is planning on uh, launching a university in Austin, Texas, according to tax filings. So that's kind of interesting. Elon's going to launch a university. I like it. And I heard something about it focusing on STEM stuff, so actual information and and actual education, which is great. I don't think you're going to see this woke mind virus infiltrated in this university. Um, and I think that's the idea. So it's taking the billionaire elon musk to do it but we uh we all need to stand up and do it and i know a lot of you have a lot of you homeschool a lot of you um have taken the responsibility of educating your own family and yourselves which we spend a lot of our time doing so shout out to all you who've taken the initiative not all of us can start a university as easily as elon musk considering the uh financial burdens but it's good stuff like this is happening and it's inspirational we need to take back control and have some positivity in the world and some non-infiltrated infrastructure especially in the education system so i hope that turns out to be a cool thing um i think education is going to evolve drastically especially if shit doesn't hit the fan and um, kind of evil gets thwarted and kind of pushed to the side edge of the room i think we could have a really wonderful society and a transformation of things like education. Uh, again, this is one of the stories where I think it's purely about division. And I'm going to cover it. I'm falling into the trap. There was a sat Satan statue that was put up in the Iowa Capitol the other day, and today it was beheaded by a rogue Christian, Infowars published, uh, a, a satanic statue dedicated to the devil sitting in the Iowa State Capitol building was beheaded on Thursday by an angry Christian man who also destroyed the altar in front of the horned Baphomet figure. Yeah, so they're put it there just as like, hey, we have freedom of speech. We're going to put a satanic statue here. What? Do we not have freedom of speech? This is kind of the stupid game they're playing. Uh, whatever. I could honestly care I couldn't care less, I guess is the phrase. I could not care less if somebody wants to worship Satan. Go ahead. Worship Satan. Or, yeah, go ahead. I don't give a shit. All right. I, I, honestly, whatever. Probably not even actually worshiping Satan. They're probably doing something. I don't know. Who knows? But I don't think people quite understand what the hell. But it's just a thing to divide people. That really is, I think, purely what this is. It's not about you know, summoning demons and, and all this. It's just purely, I think, a psychological warfare bullshit campaign. That's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, because I do think there's a large spiritual aspect to all of this. But who knows? Let me know what you think. It's kind of interesting, though. Somebody just is fed up. They're done. They took it down. <laughs> That's funny to me. Um, all right. Well, we're out of time, you guys. And I, I do love to talk about health. So we'll start tomorrow morning's coffee with the health topic, as I always do. Actually, tomorrow's Friday. We might not. 
maybe we will maybe we will. I, actually it's fridays i like to unwind and i like to have our friday funnies and coffee and we like to laugh and joke and start preparing for fringe in the night and kind of unwinding and not taking all this too seriously so we'll save this for next week or this weekend or or uh private discussions on the social red pill over the weekend but uh, that's all the time I have for today, you guys. Make sure you um, head over to the Social Red Pill for the Q&A with Josh in about a half hour at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, Eastern time. And we'll have more events coming up every single week. Uh, remember, Sunday, we have the um, Preppers uh, Town Hall meeting for Silver subscribers on the app. That'll be a good time. So please show for that. That'll be fun. On the fringe, here we one moment, please. One moment, my, my back and my back for Pete's sake. Uh, I apologize for that brief interruption, uh, just absolutely horrible. Josh will be back tomorrow night for conversations on the fringe at 6 30 p.m. Pacific, 9 30 p.m. Eastern time. So, tune in then. Uh, I think I'll be joining him and we'll have a wonderful show for you tomorrow night. So, tune into that. Uh, after this, we're going to be airing James Grunvig's show. We had a technical difficulty earlier today, so we're going to get that sorted out. It'll be playing shortly after this, so please enjoy that. If you're not going to make it to the Q&A, that will be live streaming at the same time. Um, if you want to utilize any of our partners or sponsors and support us, but also do something good for you, such as immune support supplements, prepping supplies, uh, etc., or even supplements for your animals and pet food and things like this, you could go to social, I'm sorry, go to redpills.tv. That's our main website, R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S.tv. And you could find all of our sponsors there. You could get the mushroom immune, immune support supplements, um, the cookies for kids that have the support supplements in it. For pets as well from Pet Club 247, their supplements, which I've heard great things about. And uh, you can find everything at redpills.tv. Uh, and I'll see you all soon. Thank you for your support. Take care. God bless. God speed. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.